0: the person you turn to when you need advice the person who gives you confidence and strength the person who's been your biggest support the person you shop with ask their opinion and trust them implicitly for me it's hi ma
1: hi Del. As a mother and daughter, we know we have a close bond, but each mother and
0: daughter relationship is unique and different, and that's exactly what we want to explore. Each week, we'll sit down with mothers and daughters and talk about their bond, from the ones who work together to others who have survived, shared passions, overcome loss, and in general, have a great relationship that is worth sharing. This is Mothers, mothers and Daughters, daughters Podcast. Podcast. Hi, Mark. Hi, Dal. Hi, How are you? I'm good. It's good. So this is going to be part two of our chat with Tracy and Laura. So if you haven't listened to part one, stop now, go back, scroll back in the episodes and listen to part one and then come back and join us for part two. Give you a sec and we'll see you after part one. For those who have listened to part one, hope you really enjoyed it. I've heard from a few people that they loved hearing yeah, from me Loris. And
1: yeah, me too. And Tracy, yeah. Yeah, got lovely feedback about it. Yeah, they're, as I said, like in part one, beautiful, beautiful family, but like any other family, they have their own struggles and probably this is what you will hear more about in part two.
0: Yeah, and it was a really honest conversation and we're very grateful to Loris and Tracy For sharing that story, because when Loris went through her postnatal depression, it was a time where it really wasn't a topic of conversation. Likewise, as she mentioned in part one with her infertility, it was also something that wasn't discussed and she had to suffer with it quite privately. So we want to thank Loris and Tracy again for their honesty. And if you are suffering with postnatal depression, or know someone, as I mentioned in part one, please reach out to Panda or Lifeline and the Gidget Foundation to get some more advice and some help and enjoy part two. Yes, happy listening because it's certainly worthwhile. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Were you nervous, Tracy, about falling pregnant given... What your mom went knowing that what your mom went through, obviously. Uh,
2: well, I felt pregnant straight away with Ilana, but with Asher, I had um, eighteen months' difficulty, and as I said, it got easily fixed. But, um, but yes, th- I, then I experienced what Mum went through and uh, waiting month to month. So, um, I think for anyone listening, it's only another heart and soul that understands disappointment. Mm-hmm. Um, that relate to that so you know you're blessed if you have no issues with fertility because it is a gift it is a gift yeah
0: yes very much so Lars, what did you say to <laughs> tracy at the time obviously when she was waiting to have Asha, did you what kind of advice did you give her
3: um uh, i don't quite understand uh, Jordan. georgia
0: uh, like you've probably
2: forgotten that it's so long ago 30 years ago that i had trouble falling pregnant with Asha, so Jordan is asking how you, did you how support? did you support me when I couldn't fall pregnant.
3: Oh well I felt great sympathy for her. Yes, I did. I really I really felt for her. Um, but I somehow I knew it would be right. I knew everything would be okay for Tracy and Leon. I'm, that they you see, with with me, uh, my late husband had been at the war. He'd been away and not going into it, just away for six years in the war. And I do feel that the he, Joe, mm. um, I'm, I'm trying to put to words that perhaps we could. could I couldn't conceive mm. because perhaps his. Uh,
0: them wasn't strong enough. <laughs> it could have happened, but- no, 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 oh, right. no. I mean, look, uh, you know, we can't possibly understand, you know, what that would be like going through a war, you know. And I think so, you,
1: and so, medically,
0: I don't think they would be able to even figure out if that was a factor because it was just a very different time. So it's very possible. Stress plays a huge role in in terms of fertility and. And your body. So I think yeah. it is very likely that that would have played yeah. a role for sure. Yeah,
2: so Disney had what we now call PSD, you know, when he yes. returned. Yes. So PTSD. Um, but yes, So whether that was a factor. But as you say, medical science has come along so far that these were all unknowns, and mum had to enjoy her journey. Mm-hmm. Mine was a different Different
0: journey.
1: Yeah. And, yes. Yeah. And on, a, on right. another matter with you, I was going to say, Loris and Tracy, um, you have given and volunteered so much of your time. Um, where has this inspiration come from?
3: Um, I think it's been instinctive, dear. I think within me from the time I was a child uh, was uh, – Looking after and caring for my brothers, and, uh, and
4: you see, we didn't have, we didn't
3: have the razzmatazz that you young people have today. We played in the garden. We we didn't have motor cars. we didn't have telephone, or we certainly didn't have TV. Mm. So we were allowed each other's personality uh, to play together, fight together, uh, but be that was all we had. Mm. I think that even of my generation we uh, gave a lot of warmth within the family structure of helping each other. Can you understand yes. that? Do also you also love helping uh, elderly people That's
2: been your thing to, to help yes, elderly and and
3: I think two uh, elderly people sometimes are forsaken. That's an old-fashioned word. Uh, they, uh, they've made their life and now it's time for them to step back but sometimes I feel that the young people think they have to step back too far. <laughs> I think old people have a lot, of, a lot of warmth and a lot of love. They're encouraged to be part of the family. A lot of them are just stuck in the corner or in a nursing home and, you know, poor old mum or dad, uh, you just see your days out. Mm. And,
2: well, just like if you have not But, your but
3: I do think it's inside. I give you, you generate as the way you've been born and the family structure you live in that, that we, were, we weren't we were wealthy people and also there'd been the, war, the depression, there'd been the war before that uh, and so I was read in no. a very close family unit, our entertainment. We didn't go to the theatre, we didn't go to... F- manly, <laughs> that would have cost my parents a lot, of money, which they did not have.
4: Mm.
3: And so we didn't expect it, never thought about it. Mm. But we did rely on each other. Mm.
2: So I just know that mum has also said to me many times that the reason she's loved to volunteer is that feeling of giving back, of, of helping people. Mm. And I just know it's inherent in her nature you always want to support others. So right? when mum did volunteer work, she did for years and years, she was at Berger Centre working with elderly people and um, and she just enjoyed helping picking people up for appointments and just, yeah, talking to yeah. people in the, in the home, you know, where well, they I remember go. you were saying so that it's just part of the nature. And I remember you saying years them. ago when
1: your father had the nursing home, your mother obviously went along and spoke to a lot of people within the nursing home, which must have been, you know, they must well, have enjoyed what, it very much.
3: Yes. Yes, I um, I saw a lot of the sadness of life really, especially with the middle aged women who Had reared their children to an age and gone on with their lives, and mum's marriages are not doing too well, and the mother's in a great deep depression Mm. of being lonely and unloved. And I think that when we lose the feeling of being loved, uh, part of
1: our soul dies. Mm. We have to be loved. We have to be loved. Well, which I think sort of maybe leads on to the next question as far as, well, there's a lot of love in your family, especially with all the, you know, all of your the generations living together. Um, that, that, as oh, that- I said, is is incredible. And I mean, obviously, you know, the girls enjoyed it. I mean, there was many times that all of the family, <laughs> isn't that right? Under really, one roof. Under the one roof.
2: Yeah. yeah, we've been round back there many times. Yeah, the last time, I mean, it's probably been three or four times in my married life I've lived with mum and dad for renovating homes um, and so forth. But um, it's uh, it, the last time we had four generations together because then we introduced our little Jonah and Sammy yeah. who, um, when Ilana was in uh, between 2000s, homes, yeah. and she oh, no. came here and we yes. had six months together. So that was then we went from three generations to one thing. Then we
1: we ended up with four generations. Isn't that lovely? It's Alana, amazing. that must have been the wonderful for you. you. Was it a great great, it's a great help? She, it's like a holiday.
4: Oh, yeah. It was yeah.
2: wonderful. Yes, yeah. But then, one of the things that I found was that Mum would often say she, when we were at the table, just on a weeknight, you know, um, that she couldn't keep up with the conversation of the adults' conversation because of a hearing and, and so forth, and we'd all be talking at once. So she would often say, I'm going to go in the front room with Sammy and Jonah and watch TV. And she was always happy to have the cartoons on or the children's TV on because she said, I'm now at their level. So we we will stick together, the great grandmother and the great-grandchildren. We we have more in common. God, that's so so mum often leaves. To go and sit with the children because she has the patience, and we all carry on. So, we're very uh, fortunate that we've got mum to, to uh, support the
0: little ones. Yeah. That's lovely. An extra yeah. set of hands always helps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. I mean, yeah. for both of and you, know, know. I can <laughs> hear <laughs>
2: the children with my mother. <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah. that's nice, it, you know, if you've reached a point where you can, you know, you your kids have you know a few sets of parents effectively a few sets of parents it's nice that you can always tell them what you need from them as well you know like the other night i gave mom a hard time because she gave the kids marshmallows like literally before bed which she was very <laughs> uh, but it's fine if they're gonna stay at her place, but they She's, were coming home with me. She so said that's worse. She said I turned my head for one second I did. and they had a marshmallow, I had a in, their marshmallow mouth. in their mouth. <laughs> I'm like, It was like, bri- it's a marshmallow. <laughs> it was bribery for not leaving it so that sh- turning they leave. Oh, it. Turning, turning off the TV. It was turning off the TV
1: and always. leaving. You know, he quick, get a marshmallow. And I was saying to I was saying to Mason, just eat it quickly, eat it quickly. <sighs> I said, uh, "Your mummy won't be happy. She, she won't mind. He's licking the marshmallow. My God, she, I'm he like, me at all. I'm like, shove
0: it in your mouth. No, she <laughs> won't mind. Oi, the screaming over one ma- marshmallow. Anyway, but it's nice when and you reach a point where you can have you, you, you can you can say those things and know that they're not going to get upset with you. You know, like mum was just she shrugged it off. She was yeah, like, 'Yeah, you'll be oh, fine.' Oh, it's like it's a marshmallow. As if I'm never going to bring the kids back. That's more punishment for me than it is for her."
1: Well, I was going to say because uh, Loris was really known as the lolly woman anyway, so she would she'd be on she my said, side. I mean.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> it still does, it still does. Oh, that, yeah. Well. Before dinner, chocolates before dinner. She used to
0: say, Oh, you don't want to you don't want to have dinner, that's okay. We'll just have a picnic dinner on the floor with ice cream. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Yeah, so that's how we grew. Up. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone grew up just fine. So really there is nothing wrong with it. I was gonna say, Alana, are we you are you much?
1: relaxed or are you a bit yeah. more like, no, 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 you can't have you can't have that. You've gotta only have healthy. What what are you what's your parenting like? I am probably relaxed, but also
4: um, I always think it's important for children to have a balance and Mm. to know that some foods are sometimes foods and you have to have a healthy balance between the two. Mm. But I also wouldn't deny them all the time either because that's not no, that's not. I was going to say that's
0: not a healthy attitude either. I mean, Loris, you've been doing this for quite a while. What do you think makes a good parent? Giving your children time to talk to you
3: and you finding the time to listen to them, mm. listening to the children.
4: I it, think that's it, a very big,
3: two, big quote. Two, two,
4: I'll
3: talk to you later.
4: Mm. Uh,
3: that uh, For a child, they've lost the joy of talk, telling you whatever they wanted to say and that moment is gone. Mm. And that grows. That grows. And then later... The mother or father, they never talk to me. I don't know what's going on. Well, they haven't looked at the time, they haven't had time to hear what their children have mm, to say. Mm. That's my observation finding time, making time because that precious moment is then gone. Yeah. Well, he, guess, the t-
4: children, I guess, as well, if, if your children mm. come to the little things. They always come to you with the big things. Better. Yeah, so um, yeah, you know, share with you.
0: Yeah, and it, I think it is. It's a, it is an important thing. We do forget a lot, and I think you know the increase of technology and things like that has made it even harder to be focused. Oh. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, you know
5: that's so true. Just listening to. Noni, say that and you've been like that my whole life and mum and dad as well but um, it's still something that that happens last week I was home um, at my place and I was just wanted to come and talk to Noni and I just sat here for a few hours we had a laugh we had a cry I talked about things I was feeling and and she just listened and we're still counsel still all these years later and I think it's probably because from when we were younger having an open space um to say whatever we needed to say and the house has always been a an open place um they you know not not a place of secrets or Mm -hmm. hiding um and I think that's just been something we've always like been really strong about and and still to this day as an adult I can come here and feel like I just need to talk to my my grandma oh
1: that's wonderful so God, we
5: were and then mom could say to me oh
2: Lisa had came up and had some time and and that's so special that that they don't need to make it a, a you know, feeling they have to come and visit. This is something, and you just was in your own in her own home and thought, "I'd rather lose company." So that's really
1: special. It's I was going to say, great, if, if I was going to say, if if uh, that uh, will happen in the future that my grandchildren will want to see me as opposed to having to see me, I think then I've done a You've done a, a good, good job. A good job, and I'll always uh, maybe keep that in the back of my mind about what you're saying. Is yeah, just give them time. You know. <laughs> Yeah, it's very important. Well, very important, and I think it's very important to bond when they're little children. You can't, and you've got to be, the adult has to put the time in first. You can't expect the child to do it unless you put the time into them.
4: Yes.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Laris, where do you think yeah. your sort of counsel came from in terms of, you you know being so open and talk and wanting to talk and, and having that with both Tracy and and obviously now your grandkids where do you think that came from
3: uh, personally uh, i choose to say it came from my mother uh, who was a very who was a passive gentle lady calm always there she was always at home actually yeah. i never i can't remember my mother going on holiday but um yeah mum was always there for us uh, in her own gentle way which we could always talk to mum not dad uh he was at work
4: mm general experiences along the way yeah, of your, your life health. always seem mm. to draw on your mm. experience when you talk to us and yeah. you can relate everything back that we're saying that we're having a challenge with and you relate it back to your life sure. you've just been always so good at counseling others and because of your sort of mm. open nature and you're just so non-judgmental of anyone mm. that's, so yeah you, that's very important you know, it's your nature. You just, you yes. just. And you've had your own me. challenges in your life. So mm-hmm.
2: you, yes. you, you always come back to us from a space of learning. Like, yeah. uh, you always
3: say, yeah. I am an old uh, man with many worries, most yeah. of which have never happened. Uh, I don't think we should ever stop learning the feelings of other people. Mm-hmm. Not our own feelings necessarily, but allowing space within you for their feelings, mm-hmm. and your children, you know, the, doctor and the husband or whatever's around you, but having time mm-hmm.
4: to That's hear cool. it out.
3: Could, could, is that a message? Can you get what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Not just off the cuff, yeah. sharing the gut level of the little worries that your child has.
0: Yeah.
3: Let you all know that mummy understands, understands. I think that's that's very important. When Tracy was a child and I was at home with her, I was lonely, I was depressed. I felt, um, well, could I say unloved? Uh, My husband was off to work and I was at home with our little one. And, of course, because of my age... The women, my friends, had all had their children some years before and so they weren't, you know, terribly interested in going to see with me with a new baby. Um, nevertheless, to make my point, depression grew. It grew until it became all-encompassing. I was living in a paper bag of depression.
4: Mm.
3: It was with me before my eyes in the morning and the last thing at night. In those days, the only answer the doctors had that they had gone to were to give me pills, tablets, and I was literally rattling with them. I'm talking, Mm. giving you a 100 tablets, and then you take those to finish those, you take another 100, and so it went on. We knew there was no discussion about the chemical side effects of these things. Mm. Nevertheless, uh, I, I do have a very acute anxiety state. Uh, I do suggest don't let it go. It help, not necessarily from your friends.
4: Mm.
3: Go, to a, go to a psychiatrist, a psychologist. You need to talk and don't feel that what you have to they would be about your marriage or your in laws, your money problems, or your health. Talk. Somebody must be able to help you through. People help me by listening. It has nothing to do with my family, which is a very good thing to do, that they are mm. quite apart from the family. They know personally it was a very lonely road, a very lonely road. And people, would, my family would say, how could she be like that when she's got a good husband and a lovely child and a lovely home? Mm. How can she be so depressed, et cetera, et, cetera, et cetera. But you couldn't I help her. all that.
1: No, you yeah, couldn't help her. I That's...
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I'd lost it. I, I wasn't part of anything. Mm. I was a lonely wife like, who was suffering before I opened my eyes, depression and fear. Terrible.
0: Do you think maybe. The day do you feel like. How that, I was going to get through. There's a terrible. Do you think maybe, Loris, it was. I mean, maybe they t- talked to you about it at the time. Do you think it was the prolonged period of trying to fall pregnant and then when you finally. Hi, Tracy. I, you're right.
3: Yes, I think you. that played a great mm. role. I I can't do it here, but I can assure you what I went through in those days medically mm. uh, with your words.
2: But I want to share, too, is that mum's – return to health, when, and and that's why it's something I've not spoken of because in those days mental health wasn't discussed. But mum always said that her reason to push through and recover in my young years, and I have no memories of, of uh, suffering myself, but was that she wanted to get well for me, to be the mother to me. Mm. And I really believe that her constant emotion of motherhood that we've mm-hmm. spoken about is because mum worked her way back from a dark cloud to um, become the best mother that she mm-hmm. could be and the best wife she could be and um, and made sure that the lessons that she learned from that period and the counselling that she went through, that she passed that on to others. Many people sought mum out for advice quietly because, again, mental health wasn't
6: mm-hmm.
4: an open
2: thing back in the 60s and 70s and so mum used that that um, crutch that she created for herself of self-help because then she wanted to get off the tablets and 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 strengthen her life and she um, moved to the light was to use her own psychology of mental health and that's why I think it's instilled in me so much um, a strength and resilience because she raised me to have that that strength, and, and I feel everything that she did to fight to have a relationship with me uh, is probably what's enabled us to have this wonderful cycle. Yeah. That I feel a great devotion to her because I know that she lived for me to push back and mm. um,
0: and regain her life. Yeah, yeah. Laura. Laura yeah. When I'm just <laughs> me. <laughs> when you when you were going through. Your depression, what, I mean, obviously in the 60s and 70s it wasn't, you know, postnatal depression wasn't really a a topic of conversation. What were the the doctors explaining to you that was, were they explaining to you what was happening at all or how did they explain it to you? That I
3: had a depression. It was nothing to do with uh, my childbirth or wanting children. It was... Just a straightforward depression, and take the tablets, and see how they go, and if not helps we'll or some others. And there was a, there was the cocktail. Yeah, and they didn't understand time. it.
2: They didn't understand yeah. the postnatal depression. No. I don't think there was a label for it, and and people suffered quietly and silently. And today, thank goodness, we. Understand it. We know it's a chemical imbalance, and we can rescue it very easily and yeah. quickly. But back in those days, people suffered, and it was allowed to spiral downhill. And I think yeah. that's Mum was very brave to fight her way back, back from that, alone. Yeah, that long like road using her own. I mean, that takes own, a
0: huge. And, I mean, a, a huge strength to do that. You know, to make that conscious decision yeah. on your own to do that. I mean, it takes a lot of obviously a lot of love for your family to do that because it really, I mean, for a lot of women it does, it takes, it's a long road with a lot of help to get back to feeling normal and the fact that you did yes. that not only for yourself but clearly for other people is just, it, it's just a real testament to to who you are.
3: Yeah. I, I, thank you, Jordan It's hard really to do. Uh, to put into words uh, how I felt all those years ago. But a long time I do ago. remember being terribly lonely, not lonely just f- for you in front of me, but lonely inside um, my soul. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and,
5: and, and something isn't? else is that Nori has always uh, been open to us about the challenges that she went through and normalised for us where people are going through different things and, um, to recognize those signs, but mm-hmm. also, uh, helping us with a strength when we have our own challenges. And like, I have a good memory and Nuni actually tells, has said it many times in my life that she would always say in those dark times, I Held my hand out and I closed my fists and I was holding God's hand and God was with me mm. and um, mm. walked walked with me and I wasn't alone and and those moments that we spoke about I think about a lot in my life mm. um, about having strength mm. and uh, yeah and all those uh, sayings like Muniway says let go let God. and those moments to learn about that that time in her life has had a big Mm -hmm. impact on me about, um, yeah, uh, being open with people about your feelings. Very good. So that's where
2: the Wise Counsel comes from, and for that
5: we're grateful because uh, she's
2: left a legacy to Mm -hmm. us all to um, believe in a higher, uh, these two will pass and that fate uh, enables life to take us on a journey and I think mum has had, I grew up with her speaking to people on the phone, people would recommend mum through friends of friends of friends to help them. And so she was her own um, counsellor counselor and lifeline yeah. service for all my growing up years. And I'm talking when I was in primary school and high school, I'd come in and mum would just wave and put her hand up to say she's in an important conversation mm. because she, her number would be given. So I can only say that through life's toughest, deepest darkness, could bring a light to other generations and to other many other people. And for that I think that um, yeah, we 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 understand the cycle of parenting and all the things you raise today. Yeah. Is about making sure good lessons
0: are uh, passed on to the next generation. Tell each other you love each other. Yeah, well I think that's important. I mean obviously we wouldn't you know you wouldn't wish that on anybody, but I think, you know, if it was to happen to anyone in a way it's it's you know I'm glad it happened to you because you've taken that and been able to have given other people hope and 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 use that to help not just you know your immediate family which you clearly have but other people and I I you know I think that's it's a real sort of beautiful silver lining of something that obviously was extremely hard to go through at the time but has really helped so many other people. And I I think it's just really lovely that you're willing to share that because given when you were going through it, it really wasn't a conversation to be had, had. you know, everything from not being able to conceive to obviously having postnatal depression, you went through a lot. And a lot of people would have just thrown their hands up and said, you know, that's enough. But you've really pushed through and, and created a really beautiful family as a result. Well, you've, yes. you,
1: you've certainly, um, certainly passed on a lot know, of wisdom. A, yes. To, to the generations and hopefully many more generations to come obviously as well. And, and, you know, your, your wonderful wise years has uh, yeah brought the family into a, you know, just beautiful comfort zone. And, and obviously it's just been yeah, the best family to grow up in
4: I,
3: i'm also a great believer really truly deeply to tell each other you love them
4: mm-hmm.
3: how often do yes. you say
1: i love you i love you? Mm. that's a good one too that yeah. is a, yeah yes. okay uh, I think and kissing. I'm <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, I, can't. I was oh, going to say last yeah. year would have
0: been very difficult for you. Then, yeah. yes, yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. yeah. it was. Yeah,
4: just the camp. Yeah, they Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah what, I, I was going to say, what was last it's year? It. What was last year like? Were you? Yeah. I mean, obviously, Loris and Tracy, you were living together, but were the grandkids coming around and the great grandkids coming around last year?
2: Well, that yes. is a hard. I think Mum would have forgotten it already because it's moved on so much. But yes, it was hard because we were um, we had the grandchildren, the great grandchildren, and the grandchildren. I think about yeah. uh, all come outside and fortunately because we're still in a house rather than an apartment we could have the kids in the garden and talk to mum from the distance so we'd have her a few meters away on a chair and I have lovely photos of mum actually re- uh, telling them a story in the garden um, by having them sit on the ground and mum was a few meters away um, and at some point she'd even be just waving from the glass uh, front room but we sort of found
0: ways to um
1: yeah to keep her connected. very important very important
0: um so we're going to finish up with our lightning round which is just all about us we really all about you so Loris, one word to describe what yours and tracy's relationship was like when she was a teenager i know that's a bit long time ago long time ago
4: Lovely. I, I relived
3: my own life through tracy everything coming and going of lovely young people uh, going to watch the football or going down to the surf or, and the happiness and joy uh, that brought Trace, uh, she was very happy with her life and in turn I was happy for her.
1: That's lovely. I, I loved
3: her. I loved sharing. Uh, I loved, I really did. I, I don't mean that I was a front runner.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I was a observer. A- 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 I learnt to step back and still hold on. Do you understand? Of
1: course. And Tracy? Yes. Tracy Tracy came to have
3: her. (laughs) (laughs) Tracy had time. Tracy had the right for her opinion, the right to her space and her independence, the same as I did, I guess. I don't know. I haven't got any words that you could write down. What I too did. too many words? I'm just an ordinary
1: so, woman. <laughs> <laughs> more more any, than an ordinary woman. Line, <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> okay, just. Have you got
0: one word, Tracy, or not? <laughs> Probably more, more.
2: What was the question? Now, Mum, when I was teenagers, we were. It was very calm. It was very calm.
0: Okay. And one word to describe your relationship. Calm. Uh, calm is always good. I, uh, calm is is always yeah. important when dealing with teenagers yeah. or toddlers for that matter. One word to describe your relationship after you had kids.
2: Um, well, for me, my mum was a team. So I'm going to say we were
1: a team. Yeah. Okay. That's a good word. Um, what characteristics do you think she has of you? Like, I guess Tracy.
2: So, what characteristic do I have of? Is yes, that what yes, yeah. Well, I think a lot of her warmth. Just I would say uh, her warmth and um, and and a love of friends, love of friends. Mum encouraged me always to have a lot of friends, so it's carried on right through my adult life. They they're my garden. That's my that I that's treasure.
0: Lo- that's lovely. Yeah. That nice. That's that's really lovely. And Lars, what characteristics do you think Tracy has of you? I
3: think uh, uh, the busy, busy need to entertain her people at home. Oh, I don't know. I think she drives me mad, and I think I drive her mad. (laughs) Somehow or other, we we get through there. We get through. We love each other, but we could call a spade a spade,
2: we? And I think
1: we're both, we were both busy people. So yes. that's the characteristic Mum would see in me. Yeah. And the um, yeah. most memorable moment <laughs> in your relationship?
3: With Tracy? Yeah. Her wedding day.
1: It's always a good one. It's the
3: most memorable, especially uh, when she went away from the house to go in
4: the
1: car mm. to go to the church. Yeah. Yes. Mm. She was then on her journey. Yes. To make her life. Her life, yes.
6: My most memorable moment would have to also be my wedding day, but for different reasons to Mum. The reason being that after we had finished having our hair and makeup done at home and just before we were getting dressed for the photographer to arrive, Mum had a terrible fall um really distressed her because she fell backwards onto her back and um was in a you know a lot of pain and very distressed by having had that happen and just said to us, You'll have to go on without me and um we got her into her you know lie down in the bed. Of course the hair was forgotten, the makeup had a face washer over her face to help her with the pain and she needed to lie down for about half an hour as we got dressed. Uh I said to her I cannot go on without you for this wedding how can i be there without my mum and about half an hour later she came good she pulled it together and she got dressed and the show went on and not only did the show go on but she danced all night had a wonderful night and uh, the next day she found out she had a broken coccyx on her spine <laughs> so uh, she had really been in a lot of pain and uh fortunately for for her having the fortitude and the euphoria i'm sure the show went on so that was our most memorable <laughs> shared memory
0: of that day who gives the best advice oh uh, yeah, well, Mum clearly gives the yeah best i was gonna advice. say that's i mean just... that's definitely she gives the best advice I feel like I want to come to her for advice with my kids now.
3: (laughs) I've just bubbled through. I've just done what's been inside of me, really. Yeah.
2: Well, Mum's had a lot of challenges in her life and she's made sure that she's become – she learned from those challenges and those health challenges particularly and um, made sure that she turned lemons into – sorry, eliminating from lemons because she – Took all the wisdom of the pain that she'd gone through in life, at different stages in life, and made sure that there was always like a half class full approach. And also, um, the fact that this too will pass was one of her greatest sayings to us this too will pass. So she's definitely the one we attribute the advice to. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I agree well, with right. that. Okay. And is there a time in your life uh, mm-hmm. you wish you could relive, not necessarily change?
3: Uh, Yes, I'd say so I think that uh, from the time I was about seventeen eighteen 18, uh, until I was uh, my early twenties uh, they were a very joyous happy time you know uh, yes it, it, it was social life, social life was flying The uh, a beach crowd uh, you know it, it, the whole the situation of being a youth and Clothes and guys and That's
1: <laughs> good. Good that you remember. That's that's good. And and Tracy, your your. Well,
2: I would have to say I've often thought of this, and and it is to um, the time of falling in love with my husband because love is something so euphoric. But when you've been married for years, it's hard to conjure up that feeling of being in love. So, when my daughters fell in love. Well, my son has had you know been in love. I thought to myself, wouldn't it be wonderful to be able to relive <laughs> that time and we yes. re- that uh, yes. because um, it mellows into a different okay, a very deep different kind of love. I'd love to relive falling in love. Yes, yeah. no
0: that's, that's very yeah, yeah. I, I agree. That's I agree. Nice. Is there anything that you've or, you've ever wanted to tell each other but or ask each other but never have?
1: No, I didn't think so.
2: Well, I'll put it this way. I've kept Everything that was important has been said. <laughs> and some things, some you know, best not to know that happened. But,
1: you uh, know, only, no, only open relationship. It, it looks like it a look very honest, uh, yeah, very honest open relationship. Well, that's that's the end of our, our Thank you. It's been absolutely beautiful having Loris, uh, you know, sharing your birthday celebration with us today and Tracy and then beautiful
0: Alana and Aliza. Go away and have a beautiful weekend. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you have a mother and daughter story that you would like to share, send us a DM on Instagram at mothersanddaughterspod. If you loved this episode, please subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss a new episode. Spread the love and share the podcast with your mum or sister or friend. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. See you next week and don't forget to call your mum.